When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Bunny Michael, and you're listening to Exo Higher Self Advice and Healing, the podcast where you ask me for advice and I help get you to the place within yourself where you already have the answer. The truth is we all have a deep wisdom inside of us that's not easy to access in a world of trauma, chaos, and bias conditioning. Connecting with your higher self is the process of peeling back those layers to recognize you've always been enough and you deserve so much more than you realize. Welcome. I'm so glad you're here. doing well. I'm doing pretty good, having a good day. I just ate a really yummy yogurt. I've been really into these like yogurts, like orange and cream and bananas and cream. And I don't know, sometimes it's just about the little things. (laughs) Snacks, snacks are really such a source of joy for me. Today's episode is about being unsure about choices that you've made, maybe having some regret when it comes to ending a relationship. But ultimately, this episode is really about faith in our inner guide. So I'm really, really excited for it because I think this is such an important part of the journey to connecting to our higher selves and cultivating joy and inner peace and love in our lives is the faith aspect. So without further ado, let's get it started. Hello, Bunny. First of all, thank you for everything. I hope you don't mind me saying I think of you as a big sister. My heart hurts and I don't know what to do. My ex and I broke up late last year and have no contact since. When we met, Neither of us wanted a long-term committed relationship or even necessarily monogamous relationship. We communicated this to each other and were both comfortable moving forward. Despite what we said to each other, we acted quite differently. And very quickly, our relationship took a serious committed shape. It was beautiful. I haven't felt like this about anybody since before I grew up and learned about life, LOL. Seriously, she made me believe in soulmates again. But I had come out of a seven-year relationship before meeting her, and this is part of the reason I didn't feel ready for another serious commitment. I was scared, and this difference between what we had said and the way we were behaving confused me, and I began to realize that she wanted more, and I was scared to offer it to her. That's basically where we ended. I tried to tell her that I love her, but I'm not ready. She didn't believe me. I couldn't stay in the relationship like this, knowing I was hurting her. So I thought that for both of us, a split was the best thing. It's been five months. I can't stop feeling like I made a huge mistake. I know I still have work to do on myself before I'm ready for a commitment. And the last thing I want to do is reach out to her again, only to repeat the same mistake. But I miss her so much. I really think we had something special. How do I move forward in a way that is respectful to her without letting go forever? 
Please help me, Bunny. I love her. Hi, hun. You know loving someone sometimes means letting them go. If you're not in a place to give them what they need. So it makes sense that just because you aren't together, you still love her. I mean, in a way, ending it was a testament to that love because you knew she wanted and deserved more than you were in a place to give. If you had chosen to stay, it's possible that it would have been more difficult to love her, actually. And that would have ended up being even more hurtful. I think what you are doing is really brave, even though in some ways you did it because you were scared. Being able to acknowledge that being in that relationship was too scary, too soon, too unpredictable. You hadn't worked on yourself enough. Being able to say, hey, like this is making me uncomfortable. I can't do this. I'm not ready. Even if it comes, even if it feels like it's coming from fear, it's actually a very brave thing to be able to admit that. And I think it's a representative of how big your heart is, of how aware and how wise you are. Our higher selves often guide us to choose the hard thing because our higher selves are guided by love. So it's really about what choice will facilitate more love in this situation, not ownership, not a temporary fix to feeling insecure or lonely or being attached, but real love. Love is a shift in consciousness. It's being able to recognize your wholeness and the wholeness in another person. But in order to recognize that, to be in the consciousness of love, you have to facilitate an environment that is conducive to that. And so if you're not ready for a relationship and you go into one already, what ends up happening is that you lose sight of the actual individual and loving them and their higher selves. And you start to project your issues onto them to such a degree that you actually lose sight of, of love. And that happens a lot. You know, that, that happens a lot in relationships. We lose the love because we lose the awareness of each other's wholeness because so much has been put on them, you know, judgment, criticism, all that kind of thing. And, th and these are how relationships kind of fall apart. And that doesn't mean it necessarily even a bad thing. It's just the reality of the connection at that time in our life. Sometimes a connection because of the timing is just not able to work. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with the other person. It doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. It's just about where you are in your journey and what's actually able to be cultivated and created together. When you're guided by that higher principle, by love, by doing the love thing, by the awareness of love, the hardest part is maintaining faith. It makes sense that you might be looking back, especially if you happen to be having a particularly lonely day and think, oh God, I made a mistake. But remember the reason why you chose to end it was because you weren't ready. And having a commitment when you're not ready doesn't create a safe space for both of you. So what is it that you are longing for then? 
if it isn't possible in the first place. What you're longing for is an idea of what it would be like to be together at some point when you are ready. And that idea, that image or visualization or fantasy or whatever word you want to put around it is really just, you know, a symbol of a joyful possibility between the two of you. It wasn't possible when you were together, but that's all it really is, is a possibility. And that's what, that's what you've, you think you're missing but it never actually existed. It's still a possibility, still very much possible. So what it is that you're hoping for or wondering about or feeling regretful about is really just something that you imagine could exist. And that's beautiful. You know, thinking that that's something that you could have with this person at some point when you're ready is beautiful. But it doesn't mean that now's the time. It doesn't mean you made a mistake. It doesn't mean that you need to go pick up the phone and be like, I want to be together, even though I'm not really sure. So as much as you want to somehow ensure that at some point in the future, you'll be together, while at the same time knowing you're not ready, just isn't realistic, I think we spend a lot of time believing that we know what will bring us happiness. But all we can really safely assume is that if we are able to cultivate love in our lives, in the consciousness of love in this moment, that we're going to find the right way forward. We cannot predict that something we have in the future is going to be the answer is going to make us happy. All we can really do is say, okay, right now, what's love calling me to do? So it's scary. It's scary to realize you don't have control over the way things turn out, but it's also very freeing. One of the greatest things about being on your path of connecting to your higher self really is letting go. It's, it's letting go of the need to control the outcome by believing that a certain outcome is going to give you completion, is going to make your life right, is going to fulfill you or make you complete. What we do here is we let go of the belief that there's something out there that's going to bring us that sense of fulfillment. Now, that doesn't mean we don't have any desires or we can't plan things or we can't believe and hope that something might happen because it sounds really great. But we do that with this realization and this awareness that, hmm, yeah, maybe, maybe it would be great. It sounds great now, but maybe there's something else too some other possibility. But whatever it looks like, love is going to be there no matter what. And love is here right now, which is awesome. So I'm good. <laughs> and and I know it's like, it's weird. It's a weird way of looking at the world because we grew up in a world that said you need A, B, and C. If you get A, B, and C, your life will be on track. 
you will be happy. But you got to get those things. So then we spend our whole life being like, let me go get it. And if we have a glimpse of it in somebody, like say somebody you meet that you love, you think, well, got to hold on for dear life. So it's easy to get caught up. It's easy to get fixated on an idea that this is the thing that you have to hold on, that you have to be afraid of loss. But love takes us to very surprising places sometimes. And we have to trust love. And when we trust love, we don't get tunnel vision, which is a huge benefit. I can't tell you how many things happened in ways that I didn't want them to. And I'm sure that many of you will relate. And then you look back and you're like, thank goodness, goddess, God X, that I didn't get the thing that I thought I wanted. So I commend you for taking the time to care for yourself, to process, to take space from relationship, especially after a seven year one. I mean, that's a really, really long one. And to trust your, your heart where it says, look, I'm not ready yet. If it's meant to be, it will be. What we have to do is maintain faith in our higher selves, in where our hearts are guiding us. Another way of thinking about it is God's will. And not, I know not everybody likes the word God and that's why I don't use it. But you can think of it like love's will. It's love's will. Sometimes love's will is like not fun. <laughs> Sometimes God's will is not fun. But we do that because in the long run, it's for our, it's for our benefit. It's for our happiness. It's for our awakening. It's for our healing. One thing that you could do that might be helpful is to start thinking about what it would look like to be ready for a relationship. I mean, what would that entail? What's the process? Are you continuing to work on yourself? Are you continuing to reflect and move forward? And as long as you continue to do that and you find yourself and your heart open, things will just happen and slip into place the way that they should. And whatever relationship you end up in next, I'm sure will be one that is very loving. You have a really, really big heart and it's really, really beautiful to see. All right, babe, keep the faith. Take care. I think having faith in our higher selves is one of the most difficult things to do. To trust ourselves, to trust our own wisdom, to trust that love is guiding us from within because it goes against so-called logical thinking. It goes against the explainable or the provable but it's kind of like saying, prove that you love somebody, you know, prove that you exist. It's just, <laughs> it, our language and our understanding can't contain something so magnanimous. So rather than needing to put it into some kind of container that's 
quote unquote understandable. It's really just a feeling. It's just a knowing. It's just a, a sense within you that rings true. There is something so much bigger going on than our tunnel vision about what we think is important. We're part of something so much bigger than that. And it's truly, truly beautiful. And it connects all of us. It's why we're all connected. It's why we need each other. It's why we rise and we fall together. It's why we feel each other's feelings. There's something so much bigger going on and we're connected to it through our hearts and we're connected to each other through that same space as well. And I call it our higher selves, but there's so many different words for it because ultimately the word is meaningless. It's just some kind of way to wrap our mind around something we can't really wrap wrap our minds around. So trust in that sense. It's within you. It's your power. All right, babes. That's all for today. Love you so much. So does your higher self. See you next time. Bye.